Chapter Seven Exchanges Gwen placed an ornate copper plate of fresh marsh marigold on the ground, noting the way August stared at it avidly. August didn't need food like he needed the water, but he knew that August hadn't consumed anything like food, especially something like marsh marigold, for months. His core food may have been human flesh, but the vegetation was appealing regardless. He had looked for it himself, needing an excuse to get away from the Seely Court. Ethnician had been far more present in the court as promised, and his cruel and knowing glances were wearing. Even embracing a greater sense of darkness, Ethnician was still an unwanted annoyance in his life. An excuse to leave and go foraging, knowing what Gwen would be demanding in exchange for it, was very welcome. He undressed calmly while August stared at it. After a while, August tore his eyes away long enough to direct his green gaze up at Gwen. Just as quickly, he looked back at the marsh marigold again. He swallowed hungrily. Eventually, Gwen stood, unashamed of his nudity. August folded his hands together. I suppose I'm not getting this for free, he said dryly. I want you to suck me. I want you on your knees, in the dirt, and I want you to worship my cock. And I want you to make it good. August stared at him. His hands fell apart where they had been resting neatly. His feet shifted where he stood. Gwen almost fell upon him when August's mouth dropped open. That wouldn't do. He had a plan. He wanted to stick to the plan. He didn't understand how he could be so good at strategizing when it came to foreign politics, and yet every careful thought he had about what he could do to August scattered as soon as he saw him. I've been thinking about what a pretty picture it would make, Gwen said quietly. You, deposed king of the dark fay. Me, victorious king of the light. There are people who would pay through the nose to see this. So I think I'm letting you off lightly. No one's going to watch. But if you want the marsh marigold, you'll do it willingly. If you don't, I can just force you. August looks down at the marsh marigold, long and considering. You've made your decision, then, have you? Cruelty appeared better than kindness. I think I am being quite kind, Gwen said, and August narrowed his eyes. A minute passed, and August stepped forwards gracefully. He walked into Gwen's personal space, looked up into Gwen's eyes, managing a surprising amount of venom in that gaze. And then he took a deep breath and sank down, legs folding neatly underneath him. Gwen licked his lips, looked down. He kept his hands at his sides, wondering where August would start. "'Do you ever worry I'll bite it off?' August said idly, caressing Gwen's length with the back of his fingers. Gwen grinned. His eyes remained closed. "'I will murder your brother, and I will make you watch.' August's hand jerked back. Gwen was surprised at the horrified expression on his face. After all, if August was going to bait him, Gwen was going to respond. "'What's wrong?' August asked, and Gwen raised his eyebrows in disbelief. "'What's wrong is that your mouth isn't around my cock yet.' "'No,' August breathed. "'That's not it.' Gwen's expression hardened. He glared until August reluctantly leaned forwards, directing a look that could almost be called worried up at Gwen, before lowering his mouth to the tip of Gwen's cock. The exhales alone were a turn-on, each one even and careful, as though August had to focus hard on keeping his breathing under control. 
august hands returned to gwen's thighs and gwen resisted the urge to reach up and touch one of them to stroke august's forearm this wasn't about that it couldn't ever be about that the last time august had attacked him with a level of strength and malice that had been surprising if only because they had maintained a dark sort of civility between them since august's imprisonment it didn't matter that he was king and possessed the full spectrum of a king's healing powers august had thrust his fingers into gwen's abdomen with the intention of gutting him and curled upwards puncturing organs and leaving gwen disoriented and off kilter it had taken a surprising amount of time to heal fully from the wounds there had likely been internal bleeding to deal with whatever this was it couldn't ever be about anything more than the bare basics of civility alongside the taking the cruelty there was nothing more if august inquired what was wrong it was because he was trying to gain ground if august showed concern it was a play at making gwen vulnerable once more an underfay killing a king was simply unheard of but august was stronger than the average underfay and gwen couldn't use the full extent of his offensive powers to defend himself because his light was too dangerous august wrapped a lukewarm palm around the base of him holding him steady it was a surprisingly light grip almost careful gwen blinked slowly as august opened his mouth and licked out with his tongue curling around the head of him attentively august kept licking longer and longer strokes as though familiarizing himself or easing himself in his eyes were closed and gwen wondered if he was imagining someone else august sucked at the tip of him enveloped him in the wet warmth of his mouth sucked with delicate precision he was someone who knew that getting someone off was made of components applying each step with the same exactitude he applied to his swordsmanship it would never do gwen grasped august's wrist and pulled away the hand that was wrapped around him and with his hand fisting in the back of august's wet hair something he would never get tired of he pulled august forward until he hit the back of august's throat august made a sound of shock tried to jerk his head back his other hand came up and pushed hard at gwen's hip and Gwen removed the hand from August's hair and grabbed that wrist, too. He transferred both wrists to one hand, thrusting forward threateningly when August arched backwards to try and free his mouth. He had a rope around August's wrist quickly, deciding that recent experience with August was giving him a lot of practice at how to subdue someone. He never entered the cell without at least one length of thin, supernaturally strong rope inside of his pocket. With his hands free again, he placed them both on August's head and dragged him forwards, hitting the back of his throat again. He smiled when August stared up at him, shocked. I'm going all the way in, and if you get a sore throat because of it, then maybe it will shut you up for a few days. August made a sound of protest that hummed around Gwen's cock, and Gwen sighed at the vibration of it. Gwen pushed harder, meeting resistance and groaning roughly when August's teeth accidentally scraped against his shaft. He knew it was an accident, because August's eyes widened in alarm, and his mouth opened wider. He tensed as though he expected reprimand. But Gwen could tell August was unpracticed at this, and after a single, threatening glare, decided to let it slide. He pushed harder, until August's throat opened around the head of him. August choked around him as Gwen changed the angle. There. Like this, he could bottom out if he wanted to. But he didn't. He held himself still for a while, staring down at August, making sure August knew that Gwen could thrust forward at any point. He waited until saliva was bubbling up around the corners of August's mouth, until his face had flushed dark, until his shoulders were shifting and straining as he fought to free himself from the rope. 
Gwen backed off, letting August catch his breath. You told me to suck you, August protested, not to simply open up and let my mouth be fucked by a boar disguised as Fay. I have never been that good with my words, in all honesty, Gwen said. Have you caught your breath? You're not used to this, are you? You've fucked practically all the Fay, and yet there's still things you haven't done. I'm looking forward to this. The crudities came easily when Gwen was in this frame of mind, a far cry from his usual shyness around using such language. He raised August's head up, forced his mouth open with his fingers. August rebelled in small ways, pressing his lips together, squeezing his eyes shut, straining away. Not enough to get the marsh marigold removed, not enough to get his brother threatened again, but enough to indicate that he wasn't a fan of Gwen's idea. Gwen pushed back in, moved slowly but firmly, inexorably. When he reached the closed space of August's throat, he reached forwards and started massaging the outside of it. Swallow, Gwen said. August groaned a protest, and Gwen responded by rocking deep against the narrow space at the back of his mouth. Do it, August. August held out for as long as he could, but the fingers at his throat and the saliva building up in his mouth combined until he couldn't help it, and his throat opened on a swallow. Gwen pushed himself deeper, tilting August's head, looking up at the tree roots above him as he worked himself deeper and deeper, until his balls were pressed against August's chin. The tightness was incredible. August's throat was working against him, over and over again, helplessly trying to force Gwen from his throat. This is very good, he thought. Ah, oh, it does hurt you, Gwen said aloud, smoothing away the tears that were leaking from August's eyes. You have no idea how sweet you look, my cock down your throat, your face so eloquent. You spend all your time pretending things don't affect you, but get you down on your knees and doing what you were made to do, and suddenly your face is an open book. August's face twisted in anguish, his eyes screwed shut as Gwen started rocking back and forth. Gwen wanted to fuck, mindlessly, but some small part of his mind reminded him that he would hurt August a lot if he did that. August's throat wouldn't relax fully and Gwen couldn't afford to lose his mind. He wanted August to do this again, and again, and decided it was simply enough to be buried deep. He could do rough, or at least rougher, later. He withdrew for a few seconds to let August gasp in a deep, rattling breath before pushing back in. August sobbed around him, his throat spasmed. You don't like this, do you? Gwen said with a calm he didn't feel. Degradation knowing you're so desperate for food and water, and likely company, that you'll put up these mock protests without truly fighting me. I like this side of you a lot. Be careful, August. You'll make me want to do this to you every day. You can play the game better than that. August couldn't even shake his head, mouth stretched too wide, but his face tensed like he wanted to. Ah, your throat is tight, Gwen said, thrusting harder accidentally. August's shout was a sharp hum around him, and he opened his eyes to see August staring at him, wide-eyed, pleading. There was an unusual amount of desperation there, and the tears hadn't stopped. Gwen thumbed them again, exhaling roughly. Gwen realized what an idiot he was, slowed, paused. Is it better or worse to be gagged with a cock instead of a scoff? That sob again, this time with a weight of despair around it. There was a look to August's face that said that he hadn't wanted Gwen to realize. His nostrils flared as he searched for breath, his cheeks had flushed darker, his eyes were still leaking tears. 
Gwen allowed himself to acknowledge that August was beautiful like this. Gwen stayed in position until August was trembling with his need for oxygen, and only then did he ease back. August gasped away and heaved in breath after breath. Please, August rasped, throat already bruised. Just... That's enough. You've caught your breath, Gwen said, harsh, and August shook his head and looked like he wanted to crawl backwards and simply disappear into the darkness. You want me to let up? No. I'm coming down the back of your throat, and I'm going to watch every expression on that face of yours while I do it. I don't like this, August said, the words simple, sending a hot bolt through his body that made Gwen's cock twitch. I must have spent too much time around you, August, if you think this is going to appeal to my sense of mercy. Come on, we might as well get this over and done with, and try not to think too much about how I'm going to be doing it again. Gwen saw August's muscles bunch to retreat, and before he even had a chance to move away, Gwen's hand struck out and grabbed him by the head, forced him up and forwards. August may have gained some strength after receiving water and care, but he was no match for Gwen. Fingers digging hard into his jaw forced his mouth open, and Gwen pushed in roughly. When August cried out in protest, Gwen took advantage of his open throat and bottomed out, rocking his cock back and forth. He stayed deep, not bothering to engage in the level of mouth-fucking that he usually did, not when August was already so panicked. Besides, it was already rewarding. He wanted August to feel him where no one else had ever been. He doubted August had ever done this before, not with his center being what it was. And he knew he wasn't going to last long. He couldn't. Not with August's shoulders twisting the way they did. Not with those repeated, broken noises sounding in his throat and humming along his cock. He briefly considered that maybe he should feel bad, but he didn't. It wasn't about justifications anymore. The darkness had crept inside his mind. Cruelty spread fingers outwards and grasped at what it wanted. It didn't matter what justifications he used. It didn't matter whether it was his right as king or whether August had done worse. None of the reasons trumped the fact that Gwen just liked to see August like this, made to submit, throat working to alternatively expel or try to accept his length, saliva dripping down one side of his mouth. He didn't feel bad. He just felt like he was going to come. You are going to swallow everything. A shame that you're probably not even going to taste it, Gwen said, harshly, and August's tongue worked under his cock, not to arouse, but to shape words, protests, the word no. Fuck, Gwen breathed, his mind finding his way to crassness easily. I should have done this to you a long time ago. You are perfect for this. How did you get away with being dominating for so long, when you had this in you? I will never understand it, August. You were made for taking cock. August keened against him, a long, pained denial that vibrated all the way through Gwen and made him snarl with a brittle, exploding pleasure. He pushed as deep as he could and groaned as he started to come, hips convulsing in short, sharp movements. August was sobbing and swallowing against him, and it extended his orgasm. It was one of the longest he'd had in a while. He withdrew once he was done and immediately forced August's mouth open with his fingers, looked down his throat. Would you look at that? I can barely see a single drop. You swallowed everything, August. Well done. Though I have to say, your throat looks a bit sore. August snapped his teeth down hard, and Gwen withdrew his fingers quickly, laughing. He leaned over and untied the rope as quickly as he could, and then stepped away as August dropped to his forearms, gasping for breath and quaking, coughing intermittently. Gwen felt the satisfaction that came with knowing he'd used August well. 
I don't <laughs> want to do that again. August managed. What? Surely there is something I can exchange. That I can't simply take from you, Gwen said, bringing the plate of marshmallow gold over and grinning when August eyed it like a plate of poison. What do you have? I know you likely have an estate since your time in the court, or some land somewhere, but I don't need that. I know you have cheated your way to fortune and treasure, but I don't need that. I know you have your body, and the other disgusting, filthy acts that I could do to it that I haven't even thought of, but I already have that. The only reason I'd consider not fucking that pretty mouth of yours again is if I felt sorry for you. But if you think I give a damn about that while I'm opening your throat up, then you... Then let... August made a sound of self-disgust. Then let, then let me... <laughs> Fuck. Every time August couldn't complete the sentence, every time he devolved into swearing, it meant that he was close to breakdown. This was something Gwen had learned. He knelt in front of August and tried to catch a glimpse of his expression, but August wasn't letting him. Say it, August, Gwen said, and August shuddered. Then let me... let me... Learn how to do it. And slower. Gwen felt a curl of satisfaction move through him. The rough handling had probably been too rough today, if August was willing to offer up the same activity, just at a slower pace. Are you honestly asking me to give up something I very much enjoy, for your benefit? You'll still enjoy it, August shouted, though his voice broke. You will still enjoy it! You take liberties, August. Gwen said, pushing August down to the ground and turning him onto his back, straddling him, holding his head still. I took it easy today. August's eyes flew open in denial. For all that August was extremely good at domination, he was not used to Gwen's callousness. He thought he understood how rough Gwen could be, but he had no real idea. Gwen's roughness was alien to August. It was obvious he hadn't even considered that Gwen hadn't just gone after his pleasure as crassly as he usually would. You lie, August said. You're just trying to get me to agree to that again, threatening me with... Even I know that you... I didn't want to rock, calmly, making it easier for you. I wanted to thrust so hard that you lost your voice, that you started to black out. I wanted to force your throat open every time, not wait for you to swallow. Do you want to know all the concessions I allowed you? You tell me you want me to scale it down. Are you truly so delicate? August looked at Gwen like he hadn't seen him before. Gwen didn't care, wanting to make sure he got his point across. I can still come if you're unconscious. I can still come if your throat's bleeding. Rough by your standards doesn't actually mean anything. I have willing lovers who can take it rougher than you can. August didn't reply, rendered speechless. Impossibly, Gwen felt himself twitch again at the sight of August. Face still flushed, eyes still bright, helpless. Is that true with everything? August said finally, forehead creasing. Have you been holding back? Gwen cast his mind back. Had he? He laughed. Of course he had. He was rough. He had his mindless moments. But if he fucked August the way he wanted to? I think when it comes to matters of war and battle, you should abandon that sword as your primary weapon and just fuck the people the way you want to. August spat, a flicker of anger and outrage moving over his face. The way I want to, Gwen said, grinning. You want to hear about it? I would hurt you, August. There is nothing better than reducing someone to their animal instincts. 
I want to use less lubricant. I want the lurch that comes when someone realizes that I'm not stopping, and that they have no idea what they've gotten themselves in for. I want the claws when a lover who's had me before realizes that they've forgotten just how brutal I can be. I want you to think I'm pounding into you as hard as I can be, and then to scream when you realize that I like to escalate, that there is always harder. I would take my lovers dry if I wasn't worried about ripping the skin off my own cock. Deep within, a voice shrieking at him that it simply wasn't true, not completely, and that this was dangerous, it was dangerous to let himself fall into these older, crueler instincts. He pushed the voice aside, stomped it down. August was breathing shallowly, his face still deeply flushed. There was a rabbit thump of fear in his heart, but Gwen's eyelids lowered when he sensed something else, too. He reached behind him and palmed August's cock on his fingers. He may have hated having his mouth fucked, but he was aroused now. This just tells me you want to try it, Gwen said, hardening again. August made him feel like he wanted to quit his kingdom and spend all his time down in the cells, finding new ways to make August feel him. How often, how often do you really get to just let loose the way you want to, August said, and Gwen tilted his head back and thought about it. A moment later he twisted his torso and started moving his hand up and down August's cock, pleased when the strangled sound that August made was raspier because of his abused throat. Not as often as I'd like. I can imagine, August gasped as Gwen started rubbing his thumb over the head of August's cock, making sure he caught the sensitive underside with his calluses over and over again. August moaned, a thin sound of despair. A second later his hips thrust up into Gwen's hand, seeking. What if I offered you that instead? August said. What if I said I would bend over for you, on all fours, like a dog, and let you do what you want to do? Quinn laughed indulgently. After all this time, August still didn't get it. He may have been less burdened by the kingship he'd once had, but he still behaved like royalty, like an aristocrat. You don't understand, do you? I can fuck you the way I want, whenever I want. I can fuck your throat whenever I want. I could declare myself on sabbatical and spend a week down here and keep my cock in some part of your body so often that you'd begin to forget a time when you'd ever not been filled with it. There is no bargaining in this. No, August rasped, but I know you, a little. You could force me down to the ground and fuck me almost dry, or I could tell you that I wanted it, lower myself down gracefully. Look over my shoulder with eyes wide, a mix of apprehension, and still invite you. Ask for it. I know you want that invitation. You wouldn't still be holding yourself back with something like me if you didn't worry, somewhere deep down, that it was wrong. Gwen breathed out slowly through his nose. The image was too vivid. August looking over his shoulder, ass arched invitingly into the air, pupils blown with fear and arousal maybe even quivering at the strength it would take to force himself into that position, rather than being forced into it. That moment, that inevitable moment of sudden regret, when August would try and escape impalement, and it would be too late. His mouth opened on a groan. See? You like it? August gasped, hips moving regularly now, eyes closed and seeking out his own pleasure in the constraint of Gwen's hand. You like it? And I... If you'll let me just... Please, take my time with swallowing you. Fuck. Then I would do that. Gwen jumped when he felt a palm between his legs, touching him. August had rarely been so bold, 
and it was strange to see his eloquent fingers wrap voluntarily around his cock, which was still sticky from saliva and cum. It was disconcerting, knowing that the last time August's fingers were that close to his torso, he'd plunged fingers through his skin and into his gut. "'I will hurt you more than I have,' Gwen said, warningly. "'I bloodied you the first time I took you,' August said, voice breaking, moving his hands slowly around Gwen, in counterpoint to the rough strokes that Gwen was giving in return. Every time Gwen scraped fingernails over August's head, he jerked hard, sensitized and pained. Remember? You squealed. You. That was a good day for me. Haven't you always wanted to get me back for that? I'm not some human. You could hurt me more. I could take it. Mm, you won't like it, Gwen groaned. I'm assuming that's the point, August snarled, and then cried out in pain when Gwen pressed a fingernail into a slit, pushing down. You... you... There's nothing articulate about your hand on me. You just take. Gwen's hips thrust. August was working over him expertly, and Gwen, in contrast, was simply trying to yank a reaction from August as roughly as he could. August made sounds caught between pleasure and pain, hips thrusting up and alternatively jerking away. The hand around Gwen flexed sometimes, as though he was losing his concentration. Gwen found himself getting harder. I did bleed that first time you took me, Gwen said. I didn't like it. Join the club of people who like to do to others, but do not like to have done to them, August cried out, his hips beginning to jerk. Gwen jacked him off harder, and then, on a whim, because he felt like he was having a good afternoon and he could afford to be generous, he suddenly gentled his grip, smoothed his thumb over the head of August tenderly, slicking pre-cum over the sensitive skin. August shouted as he came, his back arched and his hand dropped away from Gwen's cock. He heaved in breath after breath, drawing air in raggedly. His back would have come off the floor completely if it hadn't been for Gwen's weight pinning him down just above his hips. Gwen was shocked at the strength of his reaction and kept moving his hand gently, drawing out August's pleasure, swallowing down every one of his helpless, inarticulate noises. There, Gwen said taking himself in hand and jerking himself off quickly. You are pretty, aren't you? What a mess of contradictions you are. You got hard when I talked about using myself up in you. You've behaved like the hounds of hell were after you when I treated you with gentleness in the past. August, do you even know what you like? He went after his orgasm while August continued to come down from his own, gasping and shuddering like he'd run a marathon. It was that open mouth, imagining fucking it again, knowing what August was willing to exchange in order to avoid it, that had him coming hard a second time, ejaculate striping August's chest and neck. He bowed forwards, placing his palms down on either side of August's shoulders, feeling like he was having a very good afternoon. "'I don't understand you,' he said finally. "'You don't like being gagged, but it's not as though you were unable to communicate. I knew you didn't like what was happening. Your face is very expressive.' August shook his head. People don't have to listen when there are no words. His voice was naked, exposed. People don't have to listen even when there are. You don't understand because you're an idiot. So dense I don't know how you run a kingdom. Words are the only currency I have that matter. Think, moron. I just wanted to have more control over something I loathe. And even if you resent that I did that, you want my willingness to be fucked almost dry so much that you still accepted the bargain, even without compulsion, 
words are agency. Agency. Interesting word. How quickly do you lose your sense of self when words are taken away? August hissed and twisted his body, pushing at Gwen to move him off, but Gwen refused to move. He rubbed his cum into August's chest slowly, forcing him to accept that Gwen wasn't going anywhere. He felt disgustingly territorial. He was glad some of the other members of his court weren't here to see him like this. Quickly, August finally said, if you must know, almost immediately, and if you want me conscious and aware enough to offer my ass up to you on a silver platter, you should know that I can't do that when I'm catatonic. Catatonic? Gwen said, laughing at the melodrama. The laughter died in his throat when he saw that August was staring at him, completely serious. You wouldn't know that you became catatonic unless it had been done to you before, Gwen said, and August's eyes widened. With an almighty wrench of his body, August unseated Gwen and pushed himself out of the way. He stood quickly. He glared. His lips were thinned. It wasn't the first time Gwen had wondered about August's past, his experiences. He dressed himself slowly, aware of August's green gaze on every movement that he made. When he was smoothing down his tunic, August cleared his throat. "'Are you going to force me to eat the marshmallow gold in front of you?' August said, changing the subject. He winced as he finished the sentence, the pain in his throat, no doubt. Gwen wanted to. He wanted to watch. He wanted to see August carefully chew and swallow every piece, knowing it would pain him, knowing that he wouldn't be able to eat it without a constant reminder of what Gwen had taken from him. "'No,' Gwen said, and August frowned, skeptical. "'I think I'm going to pay Pitch a visit.' August blanched, as he did whenever Pitch was mentioned, or his brother. "'I think,' Gwen continued, "'I'm going to ask him about your experiences with the Nightmare King, since you won't tell me.' August leapt forwards, and Gwen stepped backwards quickly, moving through the invisible barrier of the cell and watching as August slammed up against it. "'You will not!' August said, his voice breaking despite the force behind the words. "'You won't! You can't, Gwen!' Gwen turned and started walking away. "'Gwen!' August shouted, don't be stupid. Use it at least. Use it as some kind of bargaining chip. Think what you could get from me. Gwen paused and turned back, looked over his shoulder. August was leaning hard against the cell barrier, fingers clawed against it. I am using it, August. That's what I'm doing right now. And I think, from your reaction, that I could get a great deal as a result of doing this. Besides, some things are more important than what I can get from you, August, he said. August sagged against the invisible barrier, his forehead pushing against it. Don't, August said, somewhere between compulsion and pleading. It was the last thing he seemed to have the energy to say. Gwen was left with the horribly uncomfortable sensation of wanting to go back and reassure him, which he would not do. He'd made a choice. He firmed his thoughts away from the remnant parts of himself that tugged at him, that asked him to return to sanity and logic and don't do this. He couldn't afford to be himself. He would rely on the cruelty his family bred into him and attempted to nurture. He wasn't as adept as his cousin, his mother, but he could learn. There was still time. 